1: Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker.
2: Rob G., I mean, uh, talk about... Prisoner of the moment. Already? You're counting the Eagles out? What's going on
3: How am I? You would think the opposite of a prisoner of the moment. Prisoner of the moment would say, look at what the Eagles did. They should have won the Super Bowl. They should have the biggest Super Bowl window uh, this side of Kansas City. They should be the dynasty, right? They got a young quarterback. They got A.J. Brown locked up. Devontae Smith is there. I'm here to tell you, Rob, this Super Bowl window is closing before it ever fully opened up. Here's the reason why. My goodness. Several reasons, actually. Number one being, we talked about it earlier today, and, and Isaac Lowenkrantz was telling us all um, during the show. They're losing both of their coordinators to other gigs. Shane Steichen's going to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan is going to be the, head coach, of the Arizo- uh, head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know if you know this, how much of America knows this, but Nick Sirianni... Does not call the offense or the defense. This is not one of those situations. So, what is he
2: just standing around looking cute? Is He's, that what he's you're hanging trying out to say? looking
3: cool. He's a big motivator kind of guy. He's he's a he's a he's a delegator, as it were, right? So, this is not one of those situations where you can say, "Oh, hey, it's okay if uh, if our offensive coordinator leaves because you know Andy Reid calls the plays or or uh, Sean McVay calls the plays. So it's no big deal." The last time, and I think this is the only time it's ever happened, but the last time a team has ever lost both of their coordinators in the same season was 2013 with the Bengals, all right? That year, they were sixth in offense with Jay Gruden, fifth in defense with Mike Zimmer. The following season, they dropped to 15th and 12th, okay? So that's number one. Number two. They took a big step back. Number two, and most importantly, that Jalen Hurts contract is coming. And rightfully so. He deserves every penny he's about to get. If it was up to me, I'd say whatever uh, 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 Deshaun Watson got guaranteed any $1 more than that. Because look at what I did in the Super Bowl. I put on an all-time great performance. I just happened to lose. He did. so. No no matter what Tyler uh, Dragon says, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. 1,000%. And because that is coming, all of the talent that they had surrounded him with is about to drift away. Jason Kelsey, who's the best center in football, might retire. Lane Johnson is in his mid-30s. Darius Slay is in his mid-30s. You go down the list. James Bradbury, who got called for that holding, he's a free agent. Brandon Graham's a free agent. C.J. Gardner-John's starting safety is a free agent. Fletcher Cox is a free agent. Miles Sanders is a free agent. They're starting running back. You have all of these guys... And more likely than not, at least half of them will be gone because they have to anticipate paying Jalen Hurts. So you couple that with the loss of the coach, so there's going to be an adjustment period anyways. By the time these new coordinators get themselves together, those guys are all going to be gone, and suddenly they're no longer the Super Bowl contending Philadelphia Eagles. They are, at best, the NFC East contending Philadelphia Eagles.
2: I disagree with you, Rob G., from this standpoint. You just was singing the praises of Jalen Hurts. He's a special kind of guy. He's a guy that makes other people better. You better put another guy in the box because he might run on you, and if you do, he'll throw it over your head uh, on your defense. I get all the missing parts, but this is the nature of the NFL. You're going to miss people. We just saw Tyreek Hill missing from the Chiefs, and somehow they still were able to win a Super Bowl, and they've lost other pieces along the way, and I get it. It might not be the same exact team, but that doesn't mean they can't add other pieces. Maybe they shore up the defense that, that, that couldn't help them win the Super Bowl. But I think when you have the biggest part of a football team, and that's the quarterback answered, you're going to be in the mix. I get it. Did I, do I expect them to get back to the Super Bowl, Rob G? No, I don't. I didn't expect the Bengals to make the playoffs. That's
3: not even even a hot take to say they won't back to the Super Bowl. It hardly ever happens.
2: Exactly. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's not a hot take or anything like that. What I'm saying is Jalen Hurts is the centerpiece of that franchise. We saw you can win with a running quarterback. They didn't win, Rob G, but it wasn't because of him. It wasn't because they put an extra man in the box and they stopped him. They didn't stop him. And when they did, he had 70 yards. And when they did, and he had to throw Rob G, what'd he do? You
3: see some of those throws to the sidelines? That throw to Goddard was one of the best throws I've seen in the playoffs. Period. Where was the space for that ball to get in there? Right?
2: There wasn't any. So he showed you he could deliver the football as well. That's why I still think they have a chance over the next couple years to get back there because of that dynamic quarterback, more so than anything else, and maybe it's not the way that Rob G that that they were able to get there this year with a defense with the seventy sacks and all that, but you don't always need that. Aaron Rodgers when they won the Super Bowl, six and ten. I mean, uh, ten and what was six. They? Ten and six. I'm sorry, they were ten and six. They were they won a division winner. They had to win every game on the road. You remember that run? I do. Their defense wasn't that good, but they were good enough. But they had the quarterback who was the MVP who played great in that Super Bowl and those playoffs. So that's all I'm saying is Jalen Hurts is what's going to give them that. Your your points are all valid, all these changes and moving pieces. But the NFL, that's a part of the NFL if you're going to have any success – But the hardest thing to obtain is a quarterback, and I don't think there's any more
3: question about Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts, again, deserves whatever he's going to get. I think he deserves all of it. The only difference between you brought up specifically Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers is those are not just very good quarterbacks. They're not just – Great quarterbacks. They are all-time elite of the elite level quarterbacks. No, that's true. I got you. And as good as I think Jalen Hurts is, I don't think that there's any scenario in his career where you're ever talking about him in the same breath as Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers.
2: That's fair. You and that's, got not, a lot and it. that's
3: nothing to take away from Jalen Hurts. No, I get it. No, no, no. Like you got, you Aaron can, Rodgers has four MVPs and four, what is he, four Pro Bowl, all, all, all pro? pros? All pros. And the highest passer rating in NFL history. Right. I mean, there's Pat, no doubt. Patrick right. Mahomes has two Super Bowls in his first six years as, as a starter. Right. And two MVPs. So, like I said, it, it, it can be done, but what you need to have that happen is, is an all-time elite of the elite quarterback and i don't know if Jalen hurst is that level of a quarterback
2: okay i mean that's fair i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna argue with you hi this is jay glazer and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like hbo's ballers but what you don't know is for my entire life i have lived in something i refer to as the gray depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker and Rob G., Coming to you live from the tire rack.com studios. And Rob G., let's dissect this uh, Matthew Stafford story. And remember, the, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. There was also a penalty in the air, uh, if you remember, last year. <laughs> a holding call that set up the, the winning score for Matthew Stafford and the uh, Rams. But anyway, Rob G., you know, like that team is all about F the picks and pay the people. Right. F the
3: picks and pay the people. They paid everybody. They're America's team. But we right? love it in that regard. Pay everybody. That's what we like pay to pay Pay everybody.
2: Right, hey, no problem. Except now there's a problem. Right. Rob G, what's the problem?
3: Yeah, according to uh, Jason McIntyre from the Straight Fire, with Jason McIntyre podcast, I know that you never missed the Jason I never McIntyre missed podcast. Straight Fire. Okay, good. Well, I'm part of it occasionally. So if you're not if Rob's not gonna miss it, hopefully no one else misses it either. But in any event, J Mack revealed on this morning's podcast that There's some uh, turbulence going on in the Rams because, according to Jason, when Sean McVay was flirting with the idea of retiring, going into TV, the thought was that Matthew Stafford was not going to stick around because he didn't want to be a part of a new coaching staff and a new situation. And then, once Sean McVay said he's coming back, they're like, all right, well, Stafford's going to be cool, right? You know, and everything's going to be fine. Well, not exactly, because Sean McVay realizes that they got – no cap space. They got no first-round picks, and the best way to remedy the lack of talent up and down the roster is to ask Matthew Stafford to take a pay cut. And according to our man Jay Mack, Stafford said, "No, hell no. I just won a Super Bowl two years ago. I'm not going to take a pay cut." And now, according to uh, Jason, they're gonna the two sides are gonna discuss things here in the coming days and weeks to try to figure out some kind of compromise because the Rams, as it stand, do not have the talent. To really compete in the NFC,
2: I'm with Stafford. Hell nah, no, no way, no how. Why should he have to give up money, Rob G? Can exactly. we just talk about this? You went and got him. You gave away a million picks and all that after picks. Uh, your Stafford was your was your dream quarterback to get the job done. You won the Super Bowl, and that' what they wanted? it. Yep. Right. So now they don't want to pay him. They want to act like uh, nothing happened, and they want to return back turn back the clock and, and make his wallet light. This is what we're talking about when they're asking players to give hometown discounts and, and not care Rob G about the money part and don't worry about it. Oh yeah. You got millions. What do you care if we shave some millions off? I just don't get that. What? I think these guys have balls. I really do. Right. I really do to ask other people to take a pay cut when they're not taking pay cuts, Rob G, are the owners of the Rams, are they, did they give
3: back money this year because the team was terrible to no, the season ticket No, they did holder? not. They didn't give any money Stan back. Cronky and say, did not write a check to the season ticket holder saying, my bad. My bad. This not. is terrible. You didn't pay for this. But they want the players to, to take
2: less money. All the NFL does is brag about how much money it makes. Right.
3: And we're the king of the check the ratings, look at how much right? money each team's worth, blah, blah, blah. Yep.
2: That's all they talk about, and all they do is cry bloody murder that they're poor and some fake cap number, and I say it. And I know Chris is always like, well, but that's the bottle. that's what they're playing under. I get it, but it's a fake number. Mm-hmm. Look at baseball. I've talked about it all the time. How many different champions... The Yankees haven't won since 2009. The Dodgers took 32 years to win, Rob G. Are those the two richest teams? That's right. Money doesn't mean a cap that automatically, if you don't have a cap, then there's not going to be competitive balance. What competitive balance? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. (laughs) Five years in a row. I thought it was supposed to be competitive balance. Ask the people in Detroit who have one playoff win since 1957. Hello? Is this that, that? That's not a typo. Or, or uh, what would you say if you misspeak on the radio? A misspeak. It's, a misspeak. Like uh, Roger Clemens, a misremembered. Uh, yeah, I misremember. Yeah, I think he
3: misremembers. I yeah. think
2: he mis. Everybody went to look that up, and guess what? <laughs> there is a word: misremembering.
3: <laughs> Rob G. Everybody was like, "Oh, what did he say? I never heard that word." But he was right. Who was the guy who uh, said he didn't speak English anymore? Was that Sammy Sosa? Yes. suddenly didn't speak English. I love that. Yes, one. That
2: yes, one. and and lightened his skin, but that's yeah. <laughs> another story. But my point is, stop crying belly aching over money. It's so
3: ridiculous. It is, and they want the players to give back. Yeah, and and, and even and you brought it up to a bigger thing about the NFL and them printing money, which is thousand percent true. But even on a smaller scale, what you're essentially asking these guys to do is you're asking the franchise quarterback, who is the most important player on your team, basically, to cover up and accept less money to protect your front office who is terrible at their job. Is it Matthew Stafford's fault that you traded away picks for Von Miller and didn't resign him? Is it Matthew Stafford's fault that your front office decided to give Allen Robinson a three-year $46 million contract and he did absolutely nothing for you last season? No, it is not. It is, then, is it Matthew Stafford's fault that even though he showed you over a decade plus in Detroit that he is a very talented but just an okay quarterback, that you decided to give him 120 whatever something million And they didn't dollars. have to do that. They Why did, did they? not have to do that. The biggest problem with, with quarterback money that Chris you guys talk about all the time is not that these guys are getting pay, paid what they are. The problem is that these teams are paying mediocre quarterbacks high-end money. Exactly. Everybody can't make $50 million. It's, like nothing, gotta, it's nothing to do with a salary cap, nothing to do with, with guaranteed money. It's that these front offices can't help themselves.
2: Instead, they should say, no, Exactly. we're not paying you. Look, I'll give you $20 million. Right. That's all we're paying you, it, and if you don't want that, go to another team. I'll find another guy. Why are you giving uh uh whack prescott i mean dak prescott (laughs) you know 50 million dollar whatever what is he making like uh 40
3: it's something like that in the mid you remember uh, his first year
2: he made 60 with the bonus or something it was ridiculous yeah
3: his signing bonus was unreal
2: yes it was unreal
3: um, but yeah they gave matthew stafford a four-year 160 million dollar contract
2: why
3: exactly why
2: they they are to blame and they want to be bailed out by the players and
3: yeah I'm, and, I'm not and, with it and now that Stafford got his money kudos to him let him have it that's your fault for screwing this up it's not his responsibility to fix your mistake
2: and they're, and they're mad at him can you right. imagine that they're right. mad, oh they're mad at him and uh, you know at Rams front office oh my God that guy won't give us the money back <laughs> Really? no I'm not giving it back to you. all right there are
4: some things that are
2: too good to keep a secret.
1: Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Let's talk NBA at the Super
3: Bowl. Little NFL tie into the NBA.
2: That's right. Because LeBron James might not be able to play basketball, but he ain't that hurt to be able to go sit in the suite and watch the Super Bowl. I'm not mad at him, Rob G. Not at all. There's only one problem. Here it comes. You, watched, you saw the game. Did they show LeBron James? Yes, they did. On the Jumbotron or whatever they call it, right?
3: Absolutely. And what happened? He was booed to the high heavens, Rob Parker. No doubt about it.
2: And there's a couple of storylines here as we think about what happened and what transpired. There's no way he should have been booed, Rob G, from this standpoint. He had just a days earlier... Broken Kareem Abdul Jabbar's scoring record, right? The most points in NBA history. He wasn't at a, uh, a city where they hated the Lakers. This was a neutral for the most part. You had Eagles fans, you had uh, Chiefs fans, and then you had NFL fans, right? A lot and of sponsors. A bunch of suits. And a lot of suits and people from all over the country that had no allegiance to anything. This was a chance for America, not just the people who were at the crypto.com arena on that magical night, but for America to endorse and pay homage to LeBron James. How in the world could you not look at that moment and want to reward the guy... With glory and applause and uh, the, the moment. There was a moment there. Haven't we seen the sporting events, Rob G, where they've recognized other players from other leagues? In big moments? Yes. Hey, Tiger Woods just won the Masters. He's at the uh, Knicks game. What, the, what does the crowd do? Absolutely. absolutely. freaking lutely Instead... LeBron got the Bronx cheer. (laughs) They booed LeBron James from the high heavens. And you know what it tells you? It tells you that America only recognizes one king
3: and it's Burger King. That's right. I was waiting for the Burger King set up. (laughs) Thank you.
2: That's the only king, not King James, not LeBron James and Rob G. LeBron can forget if he thinks that winning the scoring, uh, being the, the leading scorer all time, has somehow changed the way people view him and somehow elevated him over Michael Jordan. I could not imagine Michael Jordan being booed under any circumstance in a massive crowd like that if he was coming off a crowning achievement. It tells you that LeBron is not the GOAT, not the greatest of all time, because they didn't even respect this didn't happen 3 months ago Rob G it happened a few days earlier how in the world could sports fans not think of that as a crowning moment or an accomplishment for LeBron James and applaud the guy instead it was boo hoo hoo boo Boo-hoo. That's what they're doing to the so-called GOAT, the king of the NBA? And then LeBron had to fake like he was putting a crown on? Did you see that?
3: I did. I did see that.
2: Really? In 2023, you're faking a crown on your head? Come on. I got a nickname. Okay, King James. I get it. The Bible. King James Version. Right? I get that. But to act like you put a crown on and that you're the king? I think the fans spoke volumes. Am I off-base, Rob G? Push back. You're
3: the Laker fan. Look, as much as I want to push back, you're spot on. Look, there's something about LeBron James, and whether even if you take out the basketball part of it, right, like right. The, the the stats and the – at some point the the NBA record books is going to be LeBron James presents the NBA. Like between him and Will Chamberlain, they're going to have every record there is to, to talk about, Right. But there's something about him, and it's why he's never going to be regarded as the greatest of all time, that people just don't like. Right? Kobe Bryant, on his way out the door, rest in peace, he was in Boston getting standing applause. He was in Sacramento getting MVP chance. LeBron James is only loved by LeBron James fans.
2: I, I agree with you 100%. And you know what? I'll give you another one. Derek Jeter's last trip in the Fenway Park. Exactly. Do you remember that. Yep. They hate the Yankees in Boston.
3: They have respect for Jeter's career. Right. And and there's everybody has a different reason for hating LeBron, and and I get it because it, you know in the media and what you see on TV and you hear on radio outside of Rob Parker, it's LeBron's great. Look at what he's doing. We should appreciate him. He deserves more help than what he's getting. Blah 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 blah. But if you just walk around the streets in your favorite city, you go to the local barbershop, people have more negative things to to say about LeBron than they do positive. And it's part of it's because he interjects himself in every big storyline, no matter what it is, politics, social, sports, what have you. It's because he homie hops from team to team to try to stack the deck in his favor to win a championship. When the way we all came up growing up, it was, you have your city, I have my city, let's see who really the big dog is. And LeBron's not like that. You have another reason being, I've mentioned it before, all these people on TV that make us want to believe and on radio that he's owed something, that his talent is so immense that if he's not in a position to win a championship every year, that it's somebody else's fault, not his. And all these things start to stack up. You brought up putting the crown on your head in the middle of a press box, which is corny. Right, what? it just is. But what crown? Rob, he made it even worse earlier today on Instagram. I don't even know if you saw this. So we're now a week away, a week out from him breaking the all-time scoring record, which is a great accomplishment. And he, the Lakers have lost two of their last three games. I think they're six games under 500. They may miss the playing altogether because they dug themselves such a hole. And is LeBron talking about, hey, I can't wait to get back with my team. I missed out these couple of games. My ankle's been hurt. But we're going to finish strong. No, it's, man, I got a picture of me shooting that fallaway jumper. This still has not hit me yet. So surreal. Wow, wow, wow to all my fans who captured that moment inside Crypto Arena that night. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you to the United States and the world. You're amazing. The journey continues. Hashtag the kid from Akron. Hashtag James. Gray. Like, bro, where is the self-awareness? He doesn't have any. LeBron James cares about LeBron James, and that's fine, but that's why he's never going to be loved or as beloved or treated the same way the other greatest of all time guys are.
2: And and, and Rob G, also 100%, all those, all those ideas and those thoughts. The other one was, oh, this is when I became the GOAT. You remember right. when, when, when we came that back? From he had to month. tell you that he's the greatest. He had to tell you that. And then the other one was when they won the bubble championship – Where's my damn respect? Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Where's my wh- is this respect earned? That's correct. Where's where's my damn respect? I want no. I want my damn respect or something like that. Like those are the things that I think rub people the wrong way. He's a fantastic basketball player. We're not talking about that. No, but there was a moment there, and if he wants to believe that uh, fans uh, think that uh, he's surpassed Michael Jordan because he has the uh, scoring record now. I just don't see that. And I didn't see that at the Super Bowl. That was a moment. Can you imagine what that would have felt like if the crowd stood and cheered for LeBron for for passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? It was set up. Right. LeBron's there. They're going to put him on the jumbotron, the big screen, and he'll get some applause, and people will go crazy and be like, man, we just witnessed one of the greatest things in sports. He just passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's give them love at the Super Bowl. And this is an Everybody's objective watching. fan
3: base. You brought it up. Uh, this is not Boston. This isn't, you know, uh, a Cleveland or whatever when they hated right. him before. that would have a negative yeah. f- no. feeling for him. Nobody. This is Philadelphia, which is maybe like a quarter of the fan base there. Kansas City, maybe another quarter. And the rest of it is like the uh, the TireRack.com executives and the Coca-Cola executives and the guy who markets Pepsi. Like, random People who probably don't even care about sports, to be honest with you, but they know enough about LeBron James to decide. You know what? I, I don't mess with that guy. I'm not really a fan of his. He he's too much. He's too self absorbed. He he. There's a lot of things about LeBron I don't like, and I and I understand why they feel that way. I get it.
2: I do too, because it's for other people to crown you, Rob G. Is mm-hmm. that is that phony, corny? But yeah. yeah. you, it's for other people. When you crown yourself, people will push back on that, no matter how talented you are, and no, and, and just the idea that you were putting a crown on your own head—it would be one thing if it was a buddy behind them, and they, you know what I mean. It was Kyle around. Kuzma
3: doing it like he did in that one sideline game, a-
2: exactly. Right. But for you to do it and act like you had a crown and you put it on your head uh, while they're booing you, no less—like, let right. not.
3: You talk about not being aware or self-aware. And, like and, they're booing. And how many times have we seen that happen with other athletes or actors or musicians? All you got to do is raise your hand, like peace, nod, that's it. Thank you, yep. That's it. Whether they're booing, cheering, doesn't matter. You just acknowledge the fans for acknowledging you and that's it. But now I got to one-up you and throw a little fake crown on my head.
0: No doubt.